Hey everybody, welcome to Darisha's podcast, Elite Mastery. I created this um, series of podcasts because I felt that um, there's lots of information out there to inspire and motivate individuals like myself and people that I work with uh, throughout the year and all the speeches and talks that I do. So throughout the month and throughout the year, I'll be interviewing people who are experts in their fields and I consider them as masters. Enjoy the show. Dear listeners, friends, uh, viewers, today is my honor to have my very good friend here, um, Harish Ramchand- Ramchandani, correct? Did yep, I pronounce it right? right? I normally just call him Harish, so <laughs> excuse me when I just uh, struggle with the surname. Now, Harish and I met uh, around a year ago, and um, I absolutely fell in love with you in a very masculine way. <laughs> exactly. um, I just love although you're I think about 10 years younger than me oh. I loved your path I loved mm-hmm. it and I just felt God I want to be like him and um, I'm honored to call you my friend uh, I hope you. You, 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 you call me your friend also. I do, I do. <laughs> so um, please say hello to the viewers tell us a little bit about yourself and um, not like your CV just share with us you know where are you on your path where do you live family mm-hmm. so forth please. Oh. welcome so thank you, Darish. Uh, my name is uh, Harish, and uh, and I have uh, so I, I grew up in uh, in Dubai. Uh, and uh, were you born in Dubai? No, I was not born in Dubai. I was born in uh, in India in uh, in uh, Jaipur. So uh, so obviously we come from. A, I, I'll go a little bit more back before yes. I was born. So just to have an idea on our uh, the history of our community in Dubai. So we're basically a community called uh, Sindhis. And uh, the way it works in uh, in India, everybody is known from the region they come from. You know, okay. so if someone's from Punjab, it's Punjabi. Someone's from Kerala, How many it's Kerala. Are there? Because people seem to know. They are states, states, basically states. Yeah, I think. How 20, many states are there? Now it's twenty-eight, if I'm not mistaken, twenty-six or twenty-eight states. So everybody states. knows these twenty-eight states. And if you say yeah. this, they go, "All oh, right, they are good at commercial." They are. I mean, generally there's a stereotyping, but it's mm-hmm. not right all the time. Yeah, okay. they, you have your exceptions over okay. there. Like they would say, the uh, the ones from south, the Keralaites, are good at engineers or accountants but then you have some of the the biggest businessmen also in you know entrepreneurs in uh, in UAE from that okay. region so generally it would be yeah the exceptions Don't everywhere type, but yes yeah but exceptions everywhere so we come from a come from a community called uh, I, I come from a community called Sindhi and we were from a region called Sindh uh, during the uh, partition in 1947 when uh, the, the Sindh was 100% went into uh, Pakistan Oh, so really? when they did the border, oh, really? so we were one of the, my so grandparents the were refugees. So you're in the west coast? The, the northwest, northwest. Yeah, northwest. Oh, so my wow. grandparents were uh, refugees and uh, I mean they were part of the, it, it was it's one of the biggest, or the biggest migration in the history of mankind. I mean, so I think they uh, were they people. Muslims? No, they were Hindus. So they were Hindus, so because wow. uh, they were Hindus, so most of the Hindus moved towards the India side and as uh, Pakistan was declared as a Muslim nation, so all the, or not all, but many Muslims uh, did move towards the uh, Pakistan side. Okay. So of course we went, uh, you know, I mean, they had their difficulties. But Sindhis generally, if you call, if you talk to anybody from India, Sindhis are known as businessmen. They're mainly, 80% of uh, Sindhis are generally entrepreneurs. They'll always have this idea of... Uh, I guess as refugees, were it like that before 1947? No, no, before so 1947, so Sindh was a very rich, sta- uh, rich state and my uh, my grandparents were very uh, were very wealthy they were living in 
in India we call them havelis or mansions as they call it in English. So they're like 20 bedrooms, 15 bedrooms, yeah. and big houses. But you know, during the partition, they just left everything and uh, came back. And we were the refugees for some time. And Did then, they get compensated? Uh, what I heard the stories is that they got some uh, houses, uh, government like we call them, you know, like solid or pakka house in India, like solid houses in India. A roof over your head. But yeah, not a mansions. roof over your head and yeah. all. And then, uh, you know, every, everyone got a basic. So we decided, my grandparents decided to move to Jaipur. So a lot of the Sindhi spread over the northwestern region. You know, some went to Ahmedabad, some went to Jaipur. A lot of them went to Mumbai. So different part of the regions, uh, they spread around. But I mean, like I said that, uh, you know, I mean, we generally say if you're born in a Sindhi's family, you're already halfway there as an entrepreneur yes, yes, because, yes. you know, it's in your blood. It's and in, and, and typically if I would go for a, a, you know, a family gathering or if I'd go for a dinner with friends or it'll be always business talk. So you wow. pick up so much from the community, my uncles, my father, my relatives, whoever I talk to, you just generally pick up so much of, yes. you know, entrepreneurship uh, just by, you know, the surrounding you are uh, around. Yes. And that really helps, you know, so that really like sort of, you know, like in a doctor's family, everybody's talking about medical, you know, in a, in a maybe a scientist or engineer's family, everyone's talking about engineering. In our journey family, it would be business. mainly business, it'd be honest. So you're sort of like already, you're born into and that. And not right? just your, from your father's side, you got to cut an extensive broad feedback about business, right? So you're sitting in a group of business people, so you're hearing different Different, different angles, different angles, perceptions yeah. and yeah. views from, and yeah, ideas. From, from bankers, wow. from our customers, from everybody. Priceless. And generally even from friends, even if they're not in our business, they would talk about how they run their businesses, how, you know, mm -hmm. uh, like I've, you know, from you I've picked up a few things and okay. uh, uh, adapted in my company. So we just generally pick up things, whatever around us. So it's, it's a lot of... Uh, it's a lot of You're a magnet. Yeah, learning from mm -hmm. the environment. You know, it's like how a child learns. A child learns more from. Yeah, but the you are you you want to learn. And lots of people, yes. information is out there, but they don't want to learn it, right? So, you 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 brought up with the idea of I'm going to soak soak up all the so, information from everyone. Everywhere. There's no judgment. There's no there's nothing. You soak up and then implement. That's that's how generally mm -hmm. I would uh, put it. I mean, one of the ways, uh, one of I don't know if that is the reason, but I never did a school. Like I did high school, so uh, you know I passed my 12th standard. Uh, I never went to collect even my 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 grade sheet or my report card for 12th standard, and I started working. You sound like and me. So I, was I seven, never went to college, never, university, yeah. nothing. So at the age of uh, at the age of 17, I uh, I started working. And, uh, and yeah, that was my learning. So I never uh, had a, you know, a book knowledge. Yeah. So I always, uh, and I guess that helps at some point because for me, there is nothing called, oh, this cannot be done or I don't have limitations and I don't have anyone, you know, I've not learned uh, from someone or pre, yes. you know, assumption that, okay, this is how it's done or this is how it's not done. I mean, you know, I believe everything is possible in this world, you know, so mm -hmm. that is uh, how, uh, that's one of the things, you know, the way we, or at least I look at life. When you up to 17, were you here in, or India still? No, I was here. So we moved, uh, we moved, yeah, so coming back to the original story. So uh, as a Sindhi is, uh, you know, because we are all entrepreneurs, so looking for opportunities all over the world. So uh, in, uh, in the 70s, my dad came here. In, I think it was 72 he came here and he was uh, he was working for his uh, brother who uh, at that time started his or had a few years of his company and today's in our industry it's one of the largest companies uh, over here and uh, is your uncle still with us 
yeah, yeah, he's he's he's, he's running the company. He's running the company. Wow. He's pretty much active, and you know, he has his, it's a massive empire. And all the other his brothers have been uh, quite successful at uh, you know doing what they uh, what they started. And uh, so in the seventies he came. He was uh, working for him for fourteen years. Is your dad an engineer? So sorry. Is your dad an engineer? Uh, no, he was also not an engineer by mm. education. Uh, mm. He was uh, wanted to get into medical, but then he did a little bit of commerce because he was coming here. And uh, but when he came here, he was actually his first job was like you know support cleaning and supporting with the sales team. It was just right at the ground uh, ground level. And uh, then 14 years he uh, w- worked with his brother, and then he started his own company in uh, 1989. And then uh, I joined him in uh, 1997 when I. Finish my uh, schooling, and uh, do you mind sharing with us what the what the not the name if you want welcome to share the name of the company, but what do you actually do in this business? Okay, so uh, so we uh, what my dad did initially is uh, we are into supplying engineering parts for industrial uh, companies. So when I say industrial, means uh, manufacturing industries, uh, power plant, oil and gas, petrochemicals. So a lot of these uh, industries, in order to manufacture or either to run a service or to run their operations or processes, they need machines and these machines have certain parts. So what we do is we sell these parts. So it could be, and these parts are defined under uh, pneumatic automation, uh, pumps and seals or uh, power transmission items. So we have different uh, different kinds of parts, but everything is focused on that specific uh, you know, uh, industry is all uh, manufacturing and processes and all that. That's yes. what we Thank you, thank you for sharing. Through. Um, one thing I just picked up, we'll keep going back and forth if you don't uh, mind. I'll go with the floor. One thing that um, I had challenges with the very last month is that I, I want to expand my sales department. And we, we, what we do is not rocket science, you know, sales and marketing and online marketing services. And a couple of people that we hired, they were older and they kept saying things like, I don't know this industry, I don't know this interest industry, I don't know. They kept saying it so much, after four weeks they didn't make it because they weren't open to learning. Now, when mm-hmm. I listen to you, and I'm like, oh my God, this is so specific. You have to be, and that's what my question was, is your dad an engineer? And you said he wasn't. And you're not educated, if you don't mind, like engineering education. Yeah. So, tell me about it. How do you become an expert in something that seems so complicated and so specific? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'll give you a little bit uh, history, uh, and then I can come uh, sure. answer that question. So, and, like in 2005, I, uh, you know, I, I started my own company. So I left my dad's company and started my own because I had certain visions and all. And you know, my dad had his own way of uh, doing things. So we agreed that okay, let me, you know, give it a shot and do it my own way. And we did. And I wanted to do the larger projects, not just sell parts. And we did that. So I had my and I went into markets like. Uh, like Iran and uh, Libya and Syria. Of course, in those days, everything was open when I was doing it in uh, 2007, 2008, and up to 2011 when, you know, the, uh, the wars happened. still danger zones. They weren't... Uh, not really, actually. It was just all media. I mean, I, I, had an, uh, I was there every month or two months. I was traveling yeah. to these regions and, you know, yeah. the flights were going in and it was very comfortable. Everything was normal. There was no issues. And I somehow felt that these places were way more safer than you know, the Europe or the US because, you know, there was more control in yes. these areas and I felt very safe and there was no problems at all. Wow. And I was very lucky to have, you know, good customers, good partners, good friends over there who I could uh, could work with. And uh, and I did like, you know, I, I sold a drilling rig 
I did projects uh, where we overhauled or repair uh, gas turbines. We did shutdown of, uh, you know, we d I uh, did projects where we did shutdown, uh, repair shutdowns of complete uh, rotating, rotating equipment of uh, refineries and everything. Wow. Now, obviously, you know, I, I have no idea how a rig operates till today. I have no idea how a turbine works. I don't. So I'm more of a, like you said, I'm more of a sales guy. Right? I, I know how to close, uh, you know, I know how to close a contract. I know how to talk to the person. I can understand the, the market and from a business perspective. But you know, my my weak side is the technical side. I'm not a technical guy, and I d actually don't want to be a technical guy because I don't want to get so deep into that that I you know lose what I'm good at. You know, yes. I'm I'm good at uh, you know I'm I'm good at uh, selling. I'm good at uh, running a you know running a company. So that's what I uh, you know focus my strengths on. And then I let somebody else uh, do what they're good at. You know, so we hire uh, the the engineers right the engineers or, or I mean. Right or wrong is generally after you hire them, you sort of find out, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, we don't know. You always have your uh, good and bad experiences and then from that you learn and then you pick up what is uh, the right thing or the wrong thing. And, you know, right or wrong is different for everybody is different. You know? Something right or wrong for me is very different from off right sure. or wrong from your I think it's the way you do things. It's a very, I think it's uh, synergy with the way you do exactly, things. Exactly, that's yes. the thing. Whether I have the synergy with mm -hmm. that person. And Are they representing person. you correctly? Exactly, that's mm -hmm. the use. So uh, that's what I was, and that was my uh, way of doing. So I used to go in develop relationships, build contacts, get the contract, and then I would have hire, you know, depending on what sort of contract or how, so do, I would you know, the how do you know, because this is early internet times, right? So how do you know these kind of contracts are existing? How, do, how were you bidding for it? How do you know there was something going on in Libya and Iran? And so it was mainly, most of my business, I would say is, I would call it, uh, as we call it, word of mouth. So I would meet somebody and someone would introduce me to someone <laughs> and that's how I did. I never really uh, marketed did online. I have never uh, for my these large projects until today. I have never done online marketing or sent out emails. I have never done that over there. It was always somebody new through someone and through someone and you know. And, and I guess in that industry, people move around and they talk and they, exactly. So they, a lot of people they move around, they talk. So they would move to another company, and because they have had a you know, if they have had a good experience with me, then they would call me. If not, then they don't. Yes. You know, that's how it would work. Yeah. So, wow. uh, so, so for how long were you by yourself without uh, without your outside your father's company? So, uh, so technically, I, so how it worked is that uh, 2005 I uh, started uh, uh, my company, and uh, and I was married at that time. So you know, I was married at, when I was in 2007. I had my uh, had a son, and then uh, at the age of 32 is you know when. Uh, we decided to uh, split and part in our own ways, and uh, that was—I would say—that was my downfall. You know, that's when because I was uh, not in my space personally, and for and you know during that time, so 32 means I was—that uh, was 2012, and in those days the uh, you know there was war going on in these regions, so literally within I would say six to eight months my business went to zero, almost zero from uh, nowhere and uh, I did uh, some other projects I, t I tied up with a, a German company and we had a we did a, a small JV which was successful and you did know you, had you invested well or suddenly you had nothing had you invested you know uh, from 2005 to 2012 mm -hmm. you were prospering yeah did you keep plowing it back in your business or did you put some percentage aside so when the whole thing fell apart in 2012 you had something to fall back on 
So uh, from the because you're very wise and yeah, from the, actually from the financial planning point of view, I never really yes I did I did uh, put in some money aside, but that was not really for the business. It was for personal like so I had some personal investments that you put in you know by the by the grace of God I was making much more than what I needed. So what I would spend also. So obviously then you put in wow. these uh, you know you put in the personal savings and everything, and. Uh, of course, you know you know how it is when you split. Uh, or I don't know if you know, but when you it split, then costly. it is. Uh, I mean, it's not about. Uh, it's not about finance. It's, the finance. it's about yeah. Well, you have yeah. to you yeah. know somebody if Change. you're taking a responsibility of someone, you have to uh, or you should at least complete it till a certain point. You know because mm -hmm. that person has been depending on you for a big part of their life. And I guess so. they played their part because if they're yeah. looking after your children, yeah. they're freeing you to look after the business, this right? So I mean, one of the ways I look at this and, uh, you know, I would say that is when I got married, I was working for my dad. And then, uh, you know, with the support of uh, my wife at the time, and, and she was, you know, supporting me and one of the very strong pillars of uh, my life. And uh, with her support and moral support, I started my own company yes. and you know and we were doing very well so I was making more and uh, then when my son came uh, it just sort of like you know I don't know maybe quadrupled and it just mm -hmm. the you know the graph line just shot up over there and uh, in a positive way in a positive the, the, from the financial point of view okay. oh, the I businesses yes, the, 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 the wealth started to yes. grow and uh, then at 32 when uh, I split it started to come down and uh, and I had this discussion with some of my friends is that, oh, you should keep this or typically, like, uh, you know, by the grace of God, uh, you know, uh, my, uh, my ex-wife is one of my best friends. You know, we, I still uh, talk to her and I have a great relationship. I have a great relationship with my uh, son. And I had some friends or, you know, typically I would say, okay, you should consult a lawyer. And I said, no, because when I got uh, married, I didn't have much. I was, you know, I had a small salary my dad then when she uh, when I got married then I had some more when my son came I had much more so I was like that was never mine right? it's part it, of your maturity she yeah. was part of it to make you mature so, and man up right so the I mean the way I would look at it is okay I, I'm a strong believer in uh, destiny so I said it was their destiny right I mean they brought in that with their existence into my life and uh, if I have done something it is doesn't mean that it is you know or whatever I could from my uh, my capacity you know, and uh, so they have, it is always theirs. I was only enjoying their des their destiny. It was not that it was, right. you know, that was, I was just enjoying the, the lifestyle. Which the fruits of the fruits their, of their, yeah, their you know, energy okay, or being. Uh, you know, there are, uh, I'm sure, and I'm sure I know that many people have worked much more harder than me and they've done much more, but they were not, you know, as successful or some of them have been way more successful, you know, than me. And it's all, you know, and there's so much we can do we, because in our hand is the actions we take, the task we do. So I did what I knew at that point. I did the best action I could. So someone else does the best, you know, the best action they know. But after that, it is, you know, the universe is there to give. So, uh, so I was like, okay, you know, this is... Well, um, I have ex-friends who weren't as um, upholding to their values as you have been, and they're not my friends anymore. Because I think if somebody can't take care of their ex or somebody can't take care of their children, yeah. how can they be good friends? Okay. How can yeah. they be have any values or anything to... And I don't want to be in that energy. Yeah. And it's amazing that if I ever in the past done business with people who haven't been there for their kids, 
then no wonder they have no values, right? Yeah. If they can't look after yeah. your own kid, how are you going to look after your business partner or your staff? Yeah, I mean, so it's a good way to you judge have to people. Be, at least till they're 18, you have to be there, not only financially, but you know, you have to give as much time or put in your values or, or what you know. Yeah. Because, you know, the way the kids learn, it's not, uh, you know, it's not from the books or something, but they learn from their environment. They learn from, you know, their, their fathers or their mothers. And, so you know, their and they need both. They, they need both. Yes, not yes. one father can be both mother and father, and one mother can no, be both no, no, father. It's not, it's not easy, you know, it's not uh, for them and for the you know, single parent, it's difficult. So, so your son's how old is he now? Uh, he's 12. 12, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So, so you got the teens coming soon. Yes, yes. Oh, I'm looking it's forward to that. It's <laughs> going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that. So um, the business uh, took a downturn in 2012. 12, yes. Did that put pressure on your personal relationship? Uh, or was it there before and then? Uh, I would say it was there before, over there. We had, uh, you know, we had different people, so we had uh, different ways of uh, doing things, which we, you know, we, we both uh, are today we at a point where we respect each other for whoever yes. we are. And uh, it was there before, and of course, you know, when the uh, 2012 happened, then a lot of us, it's just sort of like everything came in at the mm -hmm. same time, you know, mm -hmm. the personal hey, just magnified. The business, everything mm -hmm. was just at the same time, and then we, we, we split. And then I was, I remember, uh, I was when I went to my own, you know, I moved into my own apartment, and I was sitting alone on the first night, and I was like, why am I so unhappy? You know, I mean, uh, I was just what all we are striving for, you know, that's what we are taught, right? As a child, okay, you have to get a job, then you have to get married, and then you have to do kids and everything and I did everything right I, I, I checked I checked uh, all the boxes yes. and I tried to do better than what I was you know normally or the norm or what I would see around me I tried to do better than that but still I was unhappy so and then that's where my whole search came into into myself you know I would not want to use so the you, words you weren't into personal development or spirituality then. no 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 till that time just no, for me it was just business I mean that was like I, like I said, because we were from a business, that's all I knew. Yes. I didn't know anything else. I, I didn't know anything. Okay, my uh, my parents, uh, you know, I would say they were in there to spirituality. I did uh, listen, hear things from them, but I never really, you know, followed it. For me, it was always about, uh, you know, you know, making money. It was about uh, my uh, my place in society, or you know, or which car I have, or which house. Because that's all I knew. And that's what I was doing, but none of it gave me. You uh, always like Porsches. The, uh, yeah, I do. But now I'm going for <laughs> EVs now. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, now, so, uh, so yeah. So that I was never, and that was the question: is why am I not happy? You know, I, uh, I had a beautiful family. I was living in a nice house. I had nice cars. I, you know, we, we were traveling uh, to nice uh, holidays. We were doing everything. What? But still, it was you know, and I was like, "This is what Something I, sad. yeah, this is what everybody told me that you do these things, you know, or what I learned that, and you'd be happy." But I was still not over there, and that's when I st sort of like started looking at other options, you know, of things that where is happiness. And then uh, after sort of few years, uh, I came, uh, you know, to a conclusion that it's all within me. There's nothing outside, you know, everything is... Uh, Did you go, you said two years is a long time to look within. Was it tough? So Was it tough the, two years? The, I would say in a way the journey started in 2012. And then in uh, 2016 is when I was sort of burnt out, I would say personally. And uh, that's when I sold one company and uh, one company I lost because, you know, one of my partners 
you know, he decided to take all the money. So, so it didn't work out. And uh, then I had something with my dad, which he took over. So in 2016, literally in three weeks from the or one month from the point I decided that I had to, you know, do something about this. Till I, uh, you know, uh, shut down. Every, it took a month for me to close everything. And uh, then for almost uh, 16, 17 months, I was not uh, really working. Wow, it's not that long 16, ago. 17. Amazing, Harish. It, yeah, it was just completely, I, I, and, and those 16 months were the best 16 months, one of the best 16 months of my life. Oh. Is, I, do you mind us talking about those 16 months and no, what no, fun no, you had no, and no, no, it was spiritual amazing. journey? And and yeah, yeah. So I remember it started like in, uh, it was May. And uh, I went to uh, Mumbai and uh, I, I didn't know what to do. I just went to Mumbai, that's it. And said, okay, we'll see, you know, we'll start from India and see what happens. And at that moment, uh, I just went there. And then I went uh, went for a road trip in a car with a friend of mine. And we went to uh, this place called Pondicherry. And then we went to Bangalore. And then we came back. And we were having, uh, you know, uh, drinks in his house. And he was showing me his uh, motorbike. And uh, then he asked me, oh, do you know how to ride a bike? I said, uh, yeah, I mean, I know how to ride a bicycle. And I've ridden a motorbike 10 years back in Goa, you know, in the city area or yes, small yes. areas. Or how would you ride in yes. Thailand, the scooties? Yes. So I've done that, you know. The mopeds. Yeah, but that was a Harley Davidson he was riding. Mm. And he's like, I said, he's like, I'll teach you. You know, and uh, I, uh, mm. half an hour, I see, he sat with me. We rode around. He took me and... Uh, so, and then I took the bike next day morning and I left. His bike? His bike. I left and I went, uh, where did I go? I, yeah, I went all the way to uh, that trip. I went all the way to Jaipur, which is about, I think from Mumbai to Jaipur is 1200 kilometers. Wow. And uh, that was the first time in my life. I'm did you tell him you were taking his bike? Or you just oh, yeah, yeah, I told him. I was, of <laughs> I'm course, just I, joking. I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah, I told him, let me take it to my home and see what, and then. And, uh, and he was okay with it, taking a Harley oh, Davidson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, he's, He's pretty wow. cool, and he was very—he was okay with it. And you didn't uh, feel you had to pay him for anything. No, 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 nothing. Nothing. <laughs> He's a very good friend. Wow. So, uh, and then after two weeks, I come back and I give him his bike, and I say, you know, that's it. Here, take it. And that's when my uh, my journey across India started, and I uh, was just uh, wanted to explore because you know India is the uh, you know as we read or something is a is a source of uh, you know yoga or spirituality as mm. we call it over there, and. Uh, wanted to, you know, see what it is, what is all the, you know, all, everyone says it's within, within, but what is within, you know, that was my, mm -hmm. you know, and you had one question answered and then you had 10 other questions comes up, you know, and then you had those 10 answered, there are 10 more coming up, so, uh, and it just was an ongoing journey, and... Uh, but it, it didn't was, stop at India, did it? No, no, it didn't, it didn't, I, uh, I was that... Uh, so I was a few months in India, off and on. I would travel in and out of India. And then I went to Maldives uh, for scuba diving for some time with a friend. And uh, then I did uh, Thailand for some time. I was uh, scuba diving and uh, traveling around Thailand. I went to Northern Europe, uh, Finland, uh, Sweden, Norway. Nordic, Nordic. Nordic area. I had never been there. So, and again, in fin I was most of it was backpacking. So uh, I mean, none you of had those. no idea where you were going, but you no, were no, going. I was. I had never used to book anything. So I, if I would come back, I would just get up in the morning and see, okay, do I have the visa to travel this place? And you know, just uh, go on, you know, Sky Scanner or you know these other uh, Clear Trip or whatever these uh, booking sites and book my ticket and so fly. So you know. listeners could be thinking, hang on a second, he had a son then, yeah, because this is 
really, when I first heard it, the first thing you can think is, wasn't that selfish? Mm -hmm. Then later on, I find out it actually wasn't. So can you share with me how you could take all this time and not be there all of the time for your son without feeling guilty or bad? Or did you feel guilty at the time? How, what, were, what was your emotions no, you were going through? Never, so Because I know you're an amazing dad. I really respect you as an amazing father. So tell Thank me you. what what you were what was going through your mind at the time. So actually, I mean, uh, so when I was uh, since my son was born, I mean, uh, during my working uh, the days when he was we were together, I was traveling, you know, and uh, most of the time, anyways, for work. Mm -hmm. So I think from two thousand seven to two thousand, I would say eleven uh, or twelve till this happened. On an average, I would travel six to eight months I would be outside Dubai yes you know business different business right. trips and yes. all that and I was so we had a so he was like not used to seeing me every day right. and being every day so that was and it didn't change our at least for me it didn't change our uh, you know our relationship, relationship or uh, or uh, the love you know for each other and uh, so this was when I was traveling I would come back and of course I would meet him mm -hmm. I would spend time with him and Tell him about my trips. Share my uh, share my stories with him, and uh, I mean my my role in his uh, life is as you know the you know the cool dad who does all the stuff and all. But I would I, I would say the day to day credit I would give to his mother. You know she's the one who puts in the day to day. I'm like the you, you can be the cool one. You can be the Fonz the, the Fonzarella. Yeah. The do you remember Fonzie? Do you remember Fonzie? No. Happy days. Okay. You too young to. Oh my God! Yeah. I can't believe. Happy Days. There was Happy a cool days. dude called Fonzie. Okay. It's a black leather jacket. It was like, hey, and it was the coolest guy in the yeah. world. But anyway, okay. shows yeah. my age. Let's move on. Yeah. So, so we always had That's that relationship. Amazing. And did uh, you come back and say, "This is where I've been"? Because when yeah. I go around the world, I always buy fridge magnets. Fridge. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I would like buy different things. Sometimes uh -huh. magnets. Sometimes toys. Sometimes whatever, whatever I feel he would uh, relate to, and uh, and yeah, and then share with him my experiences and you know what I where I've been and what I've done and. I, I always did that with him, and uh, and yeah, and uh, is he a free, a free spirit now? Is it more like you, or is it more like mom? He, he's a good mix. He's but a good both, mix. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has the he has the guts to travel. If you you feel, uh, or do you think he's more like a stable? Uh, I guess you know time will tell that. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> we need to. You don't know if he's got his desire that. to jump yeah. ship and travel no he doesn't discuss we don't that. know i mean we haven't I, I guess time will tell of course at the moment he's more uh, sensible uh, yeah, education more like he's uh, he's more safe you know mm -hmm. like his, his mom is very safe like that's she wants stability safe everything that's, that's what he's more but he has that adventurous streak in him you know I mean, tell me you went we to you went to south america yeah so during that trip i did uh, went to mexico and uh, then i went to uh, it was not during that, during those 17 months, but after that, at some point, I went to Peru and, uh, yeah, that was my Mexico, Peru, US, and I was so... America, there's somewhere I've never been, South America. Did you go to the Amazon? Oh, so, yeah, that story about the, uh, yeah, I went, uh, so when I went to Peru, I went with a friend of mine and uh, went for this thing, I don't know if you've heard, it's called uh, Ayahuasca. Yes, we so, spoke about it yeah, briefly. Did you, did you, sorry, we're going to go to Ayahuasca. Um, did you actually uh, go by road to get to where you were? Did you go fly over the Amazon? Because I can't imagine how big the Amazon is. So like, I didn't actually go to the uh, Amazon uh, jungle per se. Okay. I, di I didn't do the uh, Amazon. Uh, I, so from here, I uh, went to uh, Peru, to this place called uh, uh, Sacred Valley. 
mm-hmm. which is so you had to f- so I flew from here to uh, Florida Orlando from there I took a flight to Lima and then from Lima I took a flight to Cusco and then there was another few hours drive down to uh, near the Inca Valley. trails the Inca trails exactly. it's, the Machu it's Picchu it's and, yeah there. that's where it is yeah, wow. the Machu Picchu around that area so yeah when I went to uh, when I went to Peru it was uh, I did this thing called ayahuasca which is uh, basically uh, a tea as you call it it's all natural it's a herb and uh, from the herbs that are only grown in the rainforest in the, rain, South in the Amazon America. rainforest so they brew the twig and the uh, the leaf of a plant and then they create this uh, a specific tea called uh, or a drink called ayahuasca and so there's uh, a skill to it you can't just pick up the leaves of a tree and make this tea no 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 it's done it's by proper uh, it's done by proper uh, shamans and you have the uh, you know, it's a ceremony. It's like a, it's a proper thing. So it's not. Do you know how? It's again medicinal. It's do you not know how far back this, this goes? Uh, Forever, thousands of years. Yeah, yeah. It's 1400 uh, BC is what I read somewhere. So it's the three and a half thousand years. Yes, that's what yeah. I was reading. This goes back, and it's not a. So it's basically uh, ayahuasca rises your DMT. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not uh, recreational, so you can't just sit around with friends and have it. It's mm-hmm. it, it's it's medicinal. So that's yes. how the Incas would cure. So. What I understand from it is that typically when we cure, we cure from the level of mind or body, you know, so that's how the, today the medical science works. So, you know, if you have a, you know, if you have a cut or a wound or a broken, they will cure it uh, with your body. If you have some stress or certain right. depressions or whatever, anxiety, then you're cured from, uh, you know, psychiatry or, you know, different, uh, you yes, have different, the mind. Uh, yes. the mind. But ayahuasca was, or the Incas, believed in curing from the level of the the soul or the energy or you know the aura whatever everyone has a different name for that and uh, and they used to cook uh, so the shamans would go into your energy levels or into your energy through this drink so they will make you have this drink which would expand your energy and then they would go into it and heal you with whatever uh, you know whatever issues you have of course i've met people there who uh, who you know? Who told me stories about uh, you know they were they were cancerous and now they are cancerous free, and I've met people uh, you know who were uh, in uh, had some uh, back ailments. issues, ailments, and couldn't walk properly. And after this, they were so I heard a lot of stories. I, I met people over there with uh, you know everyone has their own journey and everyone has their own story. So of course I didn't have any of those issues. You know I had no depressions or anything. I just went to experience it. But it was, yeah, it was, I would say, one of the most uh, uh, life-changing experiences. Because, you know, I mean, after uh, after 2012, my, my journey is to enhance my energy, not to enhance my wealth. You know, because all the while, 2012, my journey was of so life, was wealth. always to enhance my wealth, you know, to have uh, more wealth, to buy more material things. And then slowly, and slowly, slowly, I changed towards, uh, you know, enhancing my energy. Of course... You know, we live in Dubai, and you, know, you if you can, you have to live a certain, or you don't have to, but you you're used to a certain lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. Why not? I mean, I would say if you have the, you know, if you can afford it, why? Not? As long as you're not taking loans, as long as you're not, you know, you're you're not like breaking your back to, you know, and it's not to show somebody else; it's for yourself. So if you can, why not? There's nothing wrong in that. So yeah, we do enhance our, uh, you know, the the abundance, but in a you know, in the way, way how much we need it. Yes. So, but my most of my journey is uh, and uh, is about enhancing my myself, spiritual my, self. my yeah, spiritual so self. So, how long were you? How long were you in South America? Oh, uh, for two and a half weeks. About two and a half weeks. 
and no regrets you loved it yes. oh no 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 so yeah so for this journey was one of i mean when i did my ayahuasca session so i was uh, i had a lot of i i saw my own death and uh, you know i i uh, i met uh, people who had uh, you know spoke to people who died of course medical science is it's hallucination but I always tell everyone, you do it, and then you tell me what's the difference, mm -hmm. right? Because for me, I read about it and said, hallucinations, I'm like, okay, fine. But my big question after doing that session was, what is real? Is this hallucination yeah. or is that hallucination, yes. you know? Because it felt so real that uh, it's just unbelievable, you know? And then, so yeah. you have no, do you have a fear of death before or, or uh, now do you have a fear of death or what so do you So I think? had, uh, of course, like everyone else, uh, I had the fear of death, but now I think it's beautiful. It's it's. You know, it's, uh, in fact, last week I was talking to this friend of mine and we were talking about death and I said, actually, it's one of the most, you know, death is beautiful. It's one of the most beautiful things. It's like, you know, if I give you a, a nice meal, you know, and I tell you, okay, you have this meal, one meal once a week and that's it. That's your meal, you know, and every week you get a new meal. So you would eat that, you know, you would, you know, cherish every cherish. bite, you would eat it slowly, you would enjoy, I mean, you would feel that food going all the way down and, and you would enjoy it. The death is the same thing. You, we accept that at some point we are going to leave, you know, I mean, we are not here for permanently and we are going to leave. So automatically you would start enjoying every breath, every moments you have, every time, whether you are, you know, it doesn't matter what you're doing, whether you're working or whether you're with your family or whether you're traveling or I don't think it's a morbid thought. I think it's a blessing. Yeah, to yeah. know that it's going to yeah. end one day, so it's cherish a, every day. Cherish everything because all this is. Because uh, most know. people say, "Don't talk about your death. Don't talk about your yeah, death." Yeah, it's yeah. the miserable, depressing. Yeah. I said, "No, because no, you are. Not. That day is going to come." Yeah, yeah. It's 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 normal. It's it's like you know, it's it's one of the human processes, right? And you just the thing is, we accept it, and you know, because all this is temporary, right? All this is going to go. You know the what? body, the mind. Fuck, Everything right? is gonna oh go. Oh my God! It's all gonna go. What was it all about? And that's fine. What so we enjoy it, right? And, and especially in today's situation with the amount of the the panic and fear and all, mm -hmm. so you know everyone's just afraid of death. I think I bring it on. Yeah, I, I look at it. Bring it's my time. It's my time. Yeah, we had this. We hugged on. each other, didn't we? Yeah. yeah and we thought, <laughs> screw it. If it's meant to be, it's meant it's to be. Meant to. Of course, you you know we have. <clears throat> you don't live. A, don't be stupid. Yeah, stupid. You. you you take your precautions, you take your, you know, whatever, you you face the situation the way it is, but you don't panic, right? You don't, I mean, uh, like we were, uh, you know, with the things going on nowadays, and I was, again, I was talking to some friends uh, last night, and I was telling them that the the economic hit which is going to come is going to be much worse than, than this virus like itself. Absolutely. I mean, you have a virus, oh God, you're going to recover in two weeks. Cruise lines, yeah. airlines. Yeah. Events, yeah, all the repercussions of all the businesses, and when they're going to come out with their uh, results every quarter, and it's yeah. going to be bad. It's the Starbucks, the coffee chains, Everything. the hotel oh, chains. It's all going to just. Uh, I mean, I was reading this WTTC report, the, you know, the World Travel and Tourism uh, Organization, yes. and they were saying that they're going to, because of this, they're going to expect 50 million loss of jobs in travel and tourism industry. Absolutely, that's huge. That's a lot of, you know, I mean. The the problem is, is that the larger organizations will somehow survive. Yeah, it's those SMEs who are relying, SMEs. Exactly. they exactly. don't have 12 months of cash flow to support them. Exactly. They live month yeah. to month. Exactly. That's, I mean, you know, that's, and the same thing goes with the person who's having a job. And you know, that's what I told him, you know, I was talking to my, uh, you know, my staff and I said, okay, I'll support you till a certain point. But then, you know, okay, if it goes on for one month, two months, maybe three months, or, you know, depending how much yes. we can, uh, we can 
push this we will yes but then after some point i don't have an option you know i mean sure. there's nothing i can uh, it's sad because it, you can so. have a really good business yeah but if others are panicking yeah. now i was i had a meeting this morning um and i said that when i started in sales i noticed a pattern developing that when i was uh, i was in manchester and every time i was knocking on doors at 6 p.m on a friday evening i was really successful when I was knocking on doors at 8 in the morning, I was successful. When I was knocking on doors and it was raining, I was really successful. Do you know why that was? Because you were knocking where no one else was. When nobody no else, else was. was knocking, that's right. right. My competition yeah. were too scared to get wet. Yeah. Yes, and guess at those times, when they were all in the pub, the owner of the company was locking up the door or opening up the office. Yeah. So I was getting to meet the decision makers. Yeah. So I urged my clients not to panic because this soon shall pass. Yeah. In two months, nobody will even, this will be history. Yeah. The world's not going to continue. I've read this doom and gloom, the universe yeah. is changing, you know. It changed a little bit. Yeah. But here's the thing, if you spend your money wisely, you can actually make a lot of money out of this situation. But this is the problem of, it's, it's the human, you know, the humankind is we live in fear, right? Fear. What is being sold today is not a product, it's a fear. You know, when the pharmaceuticals are selling us our medicine, the insurance yes. is selling us this, scaring us right it's a fear they're selling Absolutely. when the uh, insurance companies sell you they sell you fear when the you know or when education is being sold yes. oh if you don't get a job if you don't have education you will not get a job yes. or so end of the day you know uh, it's a business of fear i mean we use it also sometimes Absolutely. i go to my customer and say oh you know what if you don't if you buy a lower quality product it will not be my it's gonna so fall apart you know yeah, so in, it. in a way we are trying to sell that because we yeah. know that's what sells over there but yes you know, if you are conscious and we understand and we understand you know where we are or we understand ourselves then we don't need to be afraid there's yes. nothing okay you you're precautious do you know, do you know what afraid. my fear is that um governments start from the states for instance will say right we've got this vaccine okay if you don't have this vaccine you can't come into the u.s and suddenly every country copies this yeah. and then we are forced to be vaccinated mm. we don't know what this vaccine contains Six months down the line, it can give you cancer. It could have problems. Mm. There could be chips in it that monitor your movement. Mm. It could be all sorts of things, in my, my humble opinion. Because I want to have the freedom. If I want to die and not have a vaccine or my kids, leave them alone. But I think the big brother, the universe, the capitalism, whatever you want to call it, will, may force us all to inject ourselves with things that we don't know anything about and haven't been tested long enough. Maybe it was tested years ago. Maybe they're just waiting for the pain to be more before they launch it and make trillions of dollars and have us injected with it. Could be, yeah, that's my fear. That's the thing. We live in a, we live in an economic circle, right? It's just a, we are like a hamster who keeps running and running and running, thinking that I'm really going fast yes. and going ahead. But we are at the same place. And that's how, that's how the system runs in today, right? Yes. We're just in this economic circle where we're just, that's all we're running after, right? Making yes. What we do, you make money, you spend, then you make some, then you spend, and yes. that's it by doing plus. What I'm and thinking you don't is care that we are, like you said, we are hamster in the whole big wheel of things, yes? Yeah. But what I, because I care about my kids, and I don't want them to be injected with stuff that because the masses get injected with, where, you know, maybe the super rich get injected. So, oh, we're having an injection, look, but it could be vitamin C. Mm -hmm. Right, but we get also things injected into us. But you have a choice, right? Yeah. I mean, you don't do it. I mean, what there if are the government people say you have to, otherwise you can't travel. You'll be kicked out of the country. Your income yeah, will. That's that's yeah, but that's again a choice you make. Whether I yes. do listen to the government or I compromise on my you know situation or yes. income or not travel. 
that's also a choice we have at yes. that point but it's it depends i mean life is always yeah, about choices. we don't we don't get that yeah, but you know what uh, amazes me is i was looking at the stats now today is march the 16th right yeah. so we're only like two months into this uh, uh epi- epi- two weeks two yeah. months, two months? Oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah, started yeah. the beginning of february yeah. Yes, six yes, weeks. Yes, six yes. weeks. Yes, I remember I was traveling uh, end of January, six, and six everybody six was weeks. just started to wear those yeah, masks six and all weeks. that. Six and yeah. um, the probability of one of us catching this is zero point and four zeros one percent. Yes, right? yes. No point. No, no, one percent. And if you and I get it, because we don't fall within over the seventy-year-olds, yes. we got a ninety-five to ninety-eight percent chance of surviving. But then suddenly the wife of the president or prime minister of Canada gets it, or Tom Hank gets it, or the president of Brazil gets it, or the minister of health in the UK gets it. Now, if it, if it happened once, you think, okay, but what are the chances of these key people around the world? We get mass publicity getting it. I mean, this is like any other one, right? I mean, it's it's they're like those hundred and thirty thousand people who have got it. The only difference is they have a different role. What if it's or, planted? Or they, uh, I don't know. I'm I don't think. What too if much the about chances are too much? Think about it. What if there's like agents around the world going, uh, dropping their tea, dropping their coffee, yeah. and because it, the chances know, are so could, rare. No, it could be, but the thing is that for me it doesn't matter, right? Because end of the day, what is important is this. Yes. Not what's around there for me. What's yes. uh, what's happening to Tom? Well, Hanks. you're a leader. You're a leader, but the masses yeah. are emptying the shelves of toilet paper. Yeah, but I don't understand what toilet paper got got to do with disinfectant, <laughs> right? But then that's what's happening. There's people selling disinfectant at ten times the retail price because yeah. there's so much demand for it. But it, it is what it is, right? We just yeah, accept the fear it. factor. See, the, the reality of life is the only thing we control is our actions. Right. The only mm-hmm. thing I can control is me getting up in the morning. You know, if I wanna, if I wanna do, I can do meditations. If I want a, a fit body, I can go to the gym. Or the action I can control. That's hundred percent in my control. What I can do. Other than that, I don't control. No one controls anything over there. We just accept what is there. You know, you just don't expect anything, and you accept what comes, and that's how yes. it is, and that's conscious living. And by doing that, you control the environment you, you control, live in, right? You can do because your you own, can intro- yeah. control your emotions, emotions and thoughts. And what I say is, um, the higher being is within us. We all are higher. Because some people say, you know, "God willing, it's going to happen." I say, yes, but God willing, you you be alive. Right? That's the only thing that yeah. you don't control. Everything else you can control. Am I right? Your health is what you can't, yeah. even then you can possibly... I mean, you can control, like, so for example, I can eat healthy food, uh-huh. I can go for my walks, I can go to the gym, yes. or whatever. So if I have, let's say if I have diabetes and I avoid the, yes. you know, avoid the food products which give, which, you know, and uh, increase my diabetes and all. So that action is 100% in my, you know, yes. in my control. Like, you know, yes. for me, like I stopped meat a few years back, then I stopped drinking some time back because, you know, I just was trying... Right, yesterday. I stopped uh, drinking a year back. Uh, <laughs> Just yeah, joking, yeah, I know. A year, back, yeah. a year and a half. You say some time ago, it was like only like yesterday. I'm just joking. So you're a vegetarian, right? I'm vegetarian. So yeah. for me, it was just like, okay, let me try and see how it affects my body. The result was, you know, mm-hmm. it worked fine for me. Okay, then let me continue this till, till whenever I can continue. Yes. And, you know, I just keep on moving. But that's in my control. You know, I can stop eating something or yes. I can eat, you know. It's... Uh, whether it's on end of the day, it's only for the taste of the tongue, you know. So whether I let my tongue control after that, it doesn't really. Yeah, yeah it, it doesn't. Fits. You know, it's uh, so our actions are hundred percent in our control. So the only thing we can do is our actions. So when I get up in the morning, I don't think what will happen 
you know what my uh, business will happen or i get up and i say okay what can i do today i can do you know a b c d i make my list yes. i do that and that's it oh by I the way once you went on a spiritual path i want to tell the viewers that you built your business you bought your dad's business yes. you built it again sort of like yeah it's, and yeah, you're prospering once again so yeah. and very humbly and very uh, gracefully i must admit and i admire you so much because you still build the materialist you build the business and you build a very good business you systemized it and you still fulfill your spiritual path right yeah so the way i mean uh, of course again like i said that most of my time or anyone's time in the city or any city where you're uh, you know where you're running a business whether you're doing a job so most of your time in the day goes to enhance your wealth yes. right it doesn't matter what you're doing whether you're doing a job it's enhancing your material uh, surrounding or the basic needs right i mean i believe or i like to say we all are way above our basic needs you know the basic needs of you know a roof or clothes and uh, you know a food that's that's easy right that's provided universe gives you anyways so we all are working for much more than our uh, basic mm-hmm. needs so most of the time here goes to enhance the material you know that enhance the uh, so at some point i hope and uh, this is my direction you know i i don't make plans over there i i i keep a direction and i let uh, you know the universe decide whether it happens for me but yeah but my direction is that at some point i want to you know uh, once my son goes to his university i want to sell my company or have someone run it where i can i don't want to be involved in it anymore to work then, every day you go to work every day i don't day. want to work at all it'll be like not working at all and then i want to travel no, do you work now every day oh, now you I'm go working, to work yeah, every day now it's no i work here you know six Uh, five to six days, sometimes five, sometimes six days stressed? a week. Not really. There are moments when it gets, uh, you know, I have like everyone else. I have my journey. I have my weaknesses. And, and how do you deal with it? Uh, so now, before what would happen is, if something would happen, it would just, you know, the issue would keep continuing. So if I had stress, it would continue for, uh, mm-hmm. you know, maybe mm-hmm. for days, uh, depending on the the kind of the stress, for you know hours or days or months or long time. Now this sort of like a you know a checklist in my in myself so something happens and i you know because you process of, it i process it in a different way so okay can i do so it's if i have a situation i say can i do something about it uh, you know if i can do something about it i do whatever i can is in my uh, capacity and then i just let it be you know i've done my best there's nothing more i can do and if the situation comes i say okay can i do something about it and if it's not in my control i can't do then i just let it be and just accept whatever the you know the outcome of that uh, would be so that helps me to sort of yes. uh, overcome the uh, the situation because like you know that any uh, any business you run you have you know every day you have new challenges you have new hurdles and uh, absolutely yeah. i said to my son is that come to work hoping you're going to get challenges because that's yeah. why you're a gladiator yeah. that's what people look that's at that's where you learn leader yeah. Yeah. don't think oh, i hope there's no problems because there's no growth yeah. yeah i mean i think problems are important in anyone's life to learn that's where you learn you know so if you have a business and you know let's say you have a lot of us in our especially now coming a lot of us take over our family business and yes. uh, you know like i uh, sort of i have taken over my dad's company and uh, we all do but if it's easy you know if if there is somebody on top of you to make sure yes. that all the the mistakes have you know been covered up or yes. you are not responsible for the you know the loss of the company or someone takes care yes. then you would never learn because it's yes. you know but it's important you know that everybody who comes as an entrepreneur even if is you know if it's family business 
maybe a small part of it he should be responsible for the P&Ls for the balance sheet for the cash flows that should be his responsibility do you take, take your son to business do you take him to the office do you talk business to your son no no I don't I don't oh, really uh, talk, I thought uh, you'd be teaching him that business about no I will I I'm from a school of thought where I I think he should do what he wants to do so I don't uh, I don't know what will happen but I don't intend to leave my company for I, I don't have this thought process where I pass on the business uh, I to my son. Pass on, but I always thought if I go, can he stand up on his own feet? Of course. I mean, that depends on the what we have you know, taught them, not what we have given them. Yeah. So that is what will help him. I mean, my, my, you know, my school of thought is that I give him the, the best possible education he wants or best whatever he's good at. So, for example, if he's good at music, I get him to the best you know, possible. Is he good at music? No. <laughs> so he's he actually at? he's good at academics. Right? He's okay. good at like for him when I drop him to school in the morning, and he's like, "Yeah, today's an exciting, wait, yeah, like, today's an exciting day." You definitely have, like like me. Yeah, yeah. I have maths, I have science, and I have English, and it's going to be a fun day today. You and know? you go, "Okay, son, off so, you go, off yeah, you go." Yeah. I was like, "Okay, that's not my, yeah. you know, that's not me." <laughs> that's his like mom. his mom. Yeah. That's his mom over there. So uh, yeah, so he's he's good at his academics Wonderful. and he enjoys it. He yeah. loves reading. He's a he's you know like when he was. Uh, when he was seven years old, he read the whole Harry Potter series, wow. and uh, so he, he's wow. you know, and he enjoys it. He genuinely enjoys it. It's not that he's doing it because you know someone is forcing is forcing him and all. No, but he's he's good at it and he enjoys it. Does but that's he, his is thing. he on the phone? Is he allowed phones and yeah? His games mom's and pretty kept in control. Like so, uh, he has thirty minutes of uh, of uh, screen time and that's good. Uh, you know, so he's not banned from playing. He's got balance. No, no, no. he has his screen time. He then, but then he's. Like now with this whole, uh, you know, the I call it the Corona holidays. Yes. So with this whole, he's got a lot more screen kids. time than. Yeah, no, he actually doesn't. It's still the same. Uh, oh, really? Maybe a little ten, fifteen minutes here and there. But then he's like, he reads a lot of books, so he's pretty, mm. uh, like I say, uh, he's very happy with himself. Does he read e-books or is it page by page, old-fashioned way? Uh, both, I think. He has a Kindle and he does it uh, both over there. Amazing. So he, so he reads book, he plays toys with himself, so he entertains. Mm -hmm. So he's pretty, you know, uh, self-content, which is, which I'm nice. like, it's great, you know, because yeah. I was not like that and yeah. most of us, we are not like that, you know. Wow. So he's pretty... Uh, All credit to you both. Uh, I speak to my family, I speak to my wife and I tell them that you're the coolest dude I know. And uh, really, I mean that. You, you advised me to go on a course two weeks ago in, in <laughs> India, and I learned so much. And I thought I knew a lot, but one of the things that I learned was breathing. That how many of us don't breathe properly? You know, like, like, oh, I, I, I always breathe, but I was like, oh, it was all understated, and I, and I, and I started breathing better. And it's amazing how much I controlled my emotions better. Because I'm breathing better, and uh, I thank you for that. You know, it was an amazing experience. I didn't really—I've been to India a few times, but I didn't really enjoy the trip from uh, the airport to the Goa, where the place was an hour and a half of potholes. And so I was, it took me a day to recover, but um, it was an amazing, amazing course. Thank you so much. So, um, apart from the the, the South uh, South American experience, um, tell us about your another wonderful experience that you remember that you can happily share so uh, during my travels I did uh, I was again I was trying to uh, understand this whole concept of uh, yoga meditation spirituality and of course it's, it's a big uh, 
the simple way I put it is that it's like, you know, like your education, right? You have maths, you have science, you have economics, you have tons of, uh, you know, uh, options. Yes. And end of the day, through all of them, you get education and then you make money and, you know, you use that money for whatever your needs are. So spirituality is basically when we say yoga is about oneness, right? I mean, we becoming one with the universe. And then there are different parts, you know, there are a lot of different parts over there. So you have the, or in yoga, uh, they divide into the four major ones is what I have read is the, you know, you have the Kriya Yoga, the Bhakti Yoga, the Gana Yoga, you know, and uh, the Karma Yoga, the four ones which are there. So depending on which path you want. And then mm -hmm. there is uh, Tantra Yoga, and there are different kinds of, you know, uh, Kundalini and Kundalini yes. is part of Tantra. So there are a lot of different paths you take. It depends what suits you, right? I mean, what, yes. uh, what, uh, you know, what is for you, what yes. you feel or you connect you, with. You recently there. attended a course, didn't you, um, by that famous guru? Uh, so the uh, I did the leadership, uh, the insight with. How Sadhguru. was it? Yeah, How was, was it? The Sam Guru. That's right. How yeah, was yeah. it? So I had actually. Because we uh, haven't seen each other since. Yeah. So I had actually uh, did a few years back. In fact, I would say that was my beginning of my uh, my uh, sort of inner is when I did a, a course with in uh, in his ashram called Inner Engineering, and that was Inner Engineering. Inner Engineering, and that was I would say is like you know shift a lot of dimensions within me. Wow! It it gave me a lot of uh, you know it just changed the way I looked at a lot of things in life mm -hmm. over there, and uh, then I did. Uh, and I did. I volunteered after that, uh, you know, at uh, one of the schools, uh, Isha, school, Isha schools. And then recently, uh, there was in. Uh, I went for the, in December. I did this. Uh, was it December? My it was God, in yeah, the first week of December. Quick. It was, I think, yeah, during the National Day holidays, Martyr National. That's when I went to uh, to Coimbatore. And uh, we did a leadership uh, program course. Uh, it was it was more like a sort of a workshop, but it was great because uh, it was not really a, a systematic way of. It's not like there's a book and you get something and then you yes. you have it's a practical. course and, and you are. It's like a you know and then you are made to do that. It's it's about you picking up from the experiences of the people who are there. So, I mean you know we, you had the uh, and a lot of the Sadhguru's followers are we say the big corporate worlds of India and you know he has a lot of the so you had the uh, you know the leaders there the leaders there there was uh, was he know, there was he there yeah he was there for uh, two for two days he was there for a couple of hours for the time and he was was my main reason to go was to, to you know to be in his presence and uh, listen to him and because I've you know one of you've never met him before uh, I've never met him. I, I went for his events when he was in Dubai, and once in India, I did uh, when I was volunteering. How many people so turned up in Dubai to see him? Thousands. Or Dubai, I think they had. I'm not sure. Like yeah, a few thousand people they had, which comes. And generally, it's uh, one of those events which is booked. So he's quite uh, famous that way. Oh, he's, he's a very YouTube good YouTube now. It's gone crazy. Yeah, yeah, Millions yeah. of people watch yeah, his. But he book. has about uh, nine million volunteers worldwide. Just volunteers, uh, permanent and non-permanent. I mean, only in his ashram there are about few thousands or tens of thousands of volunteers who are permanent volunteers. Basically, they they have left Give their uh, the whole life and just uh, you know uh, dedicated towards uh, you his know towards teachers, his teaching and his uh, path. And you have volunteers from you know there was one of the guys used to be the director of Unilever, uh, and then you have people. I've met people who were uh, you know working in uh, the Baba Atomic, you know the uh, or the NASA or you had the top leaders and these guys have 
you know you're talking about people who have 50,000 people working for them you know done turnovers of billions and billions of dollars and are there and uh, you know I mean people like Ratan Tata or uh, you have uh, they were there they were the, there I mean he was not there they, during, they are part of was, their movement yes. he was part and he was there in one of the other uh, mm-hmm. the, the same program inside when I went for he was there four years back but even in this one I mean you had the uh, the CEO of uh, make my trip and you had the economic advisor of India a gentleman called Sanjeev Sanyal and then you had uh, the NASA's uh, uh, Indian version of NASA's it's called uh, this one uh, ISRO's director there and everyone had a story right everyone was speaking wow. from the experience and that's what we that's how we were learning is wow. because all the speakers there was no were there script. Yeah. it was their experiences their it was lessons. just their experience and you know people who were running the family businesses from a young girl in her mid 20s who started this uh, you know a startup and now it's one of the most you know successful startups in her uh, in her and what was her story her mm-hmm. struggle and even on the in you know on the table you sit over there and you have different kinds of uh, people from different walks of life wow. and you just learn from and that's the way of learning and and for me mm-hmm. that was perfect because that's yes. how i that's how i have always learned my whole life it's always about you know asking uh, you know questions like my dad always said there is no stupid questions you know over ask there them. so just ask them and you know okay even if i ask them maybe i will be in front right, of that I'm guy gonna, i might I'm be right that one down yeah. like if i ask them maybe in front of that one uh, person i might be you know down or he might think but i have learned something which i can you know use for the rest of my life and and that's mm-hmm. how i always learned it's by asking questions is keep on asking because i never uh, i never have a concept that it's a uh, you know uh, anything is you know there's nothing cost to be question you just learn yeah. you learn from everything around you this leads me so, we've actually been an hour and 10 minutes can you believe it oh wow it's gone okay. quick right it told you it goes quick um asking questions is beautiful there's no stupid questions we have lots of young viewers people who are students who want to get become entrepreneurs we have people who want positive change and abundance in their lives can you give them three messages or guidance that you could you could just pick up and then just share with us where you think somebody can feel this successful or achieve something in life uh, happiness whatever you think couple of things i'll say is firstly is have your own definition of success so success doesn't need to be material like typically when i say oh this man is successful or this woman is successful you it's know the, it's word. based on your parameters yeah i mean generally if you would say that in anything the first thing comes to everyone's mind is oh this Money. person has achieved material success mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but everyone needs to define their own success you know okay. success could be okay if i'm an artist i've made a good painting or you have to have your own definition of success okay. don't listen to the success of the you know the world or your it could be even your school or your peers or, or your family some stupid instagram account yeah. or someone I'm not even talking about instagram yes. I'm, i'm talking about even your family uh-huh. for some that mm-hmm. matter it could be on your own True. you know or your uh, your friends or your family mm-hmm. i mean is define your own success what is success for you what mm-hmm. makes you happy what drives you into doing something i mean you know mm-hmm. and it could be material i'm not saying it doesn't have to be it could be that or it could be something which is and don't it could be contributing it could be giving it could, it could be, be helping yeah, it could be anything it could any, be like educating, you want to just leave yeah. you want to travel backpack around the world or you want to go and volunteer in a you know in uh, in india in africa in asia or wherever or south wherever it's you know you're so needed. define your own success what Do define it. what it means be clear with your own yeah. thoughts your own of what success is and whatever you, you do in, and i tell this to my son also many times is the most important person in your life is you it's not me not your mom not any the most important person in your life is you 
and put yourself or your happiness before everyone's need, not in a selfish way. So the way I put it is like, you know, if you're happy, so you, in a day when you're happy, everyone around you happy because you're, you know, you're giving out a, you know, a positive energy or you're giving out an energy of uh, happiness. So automatically everything around you changes. For changes. The but then if I say, oh, you know what, I need to, uh, you know, sacrifice this or I need to do this and then I did this and then later on in your mind it's always oh I did this for him and I did this for him I said no yes. don't blame anyone don't hold anyone just yes. do it for you yes. if you are happy and you are you know in successful in whatever yes. your success is it's not being selfish it's, it's actually being, being giving because yeah. your cup's full and yeah. it's radiating really? you know, it's everyone. And Amazing. you have to be like a candle right a candle has its own light then if you have your own light then only you're able to give light so if you have your own happiness, then only you're able to give happiness. Wow. So it's most, it's very important that wow. to do what you want to do, put yourself or your, you know, your happiness above everything else. Don't, not in a negative way, like don't, you know, have to be humanity, right? We don't, I'm, I'm not religious and I'm, you know, I say humanity is the biggest. You have to have your ethics, you have to have your, uh, you know, the values, values. Things, yeah. or just don't do what you wouldn't want someone to do to you. Yes. You know, if you don't want someone to uh, hurt you or... Don't you know, hurt don't, anybody. Don't hurt that. You know, look, look at yourself if, in that person. If you person. don't want to be lied to, don't lie. Well, that's, that's an yeah. easy checklist, yes, right? Yes. That's an easy way to keep but your... But make sure you put yourself first. Check. Yeah, put yourself well, first because that. you have to be, you know, uh, you are the, like, you know, like you are the, the most candle. important person in your life. Yeah. Beautifully put. That's, uh, it's that's amazing awesome. how many people love buy. Love, sorry? Love buy. They give to get back. Give back. Because their cups are empty. I was talking, yeah, one of my uh, friends and uh, a person I knew, uh, she's a, a psychiat psychologist over there, and she was saying one of the most, the way, like, they did, there was some tests or something, and then uh, in giving, most people got happiness is in giving than taking yes. over there. So it is, and of course, you can give when you have, right? So focus Correct. on having. So don't, don't be empty and keep yeah, giving. Yeah. Focus and the on third... Third, I would say, is one of the things is not only in, in youngsters, but anyone is not to put identity to everything. Remove the whole concept of identity, you know, because... Don't label things. Don't label things. Don't stereotype things. Don't identify things. I mean, you'd be surprised that, you know, uh, that, oh, you know, generally you'd say, okay, this... And we label everything, right? Human being for that, you know, with gender, with race, with I was just about to say, color, this course I with, went to, uh, I was saying woman, man, woman, man. And after the course, it was the whole beings. Being, yeah. I love Don't, that. I mean, you know, uh, don't identify with anything over there. Just, you know, it's go beyond, you know, don't label. I mean, just go experience things over there. Don't say, okay, oh, if I, you know, uh, like I've had, uh, you know, some friends, are, oh, I'm a single girl, how can I travel alone? Mm -hmm. I mean, most of the travelers are single girls yeah. over there. And it's, you know, the world is safe. It's all fine. There's nothing wrong. I never had any issues in my, you know, uh, traveling sure. times of, uh, you know, you trust the world and it gives you back and so you know, it's, don't identify anything, you know, whether it's at work or whether and it's then at the moment the you stand. label it, it's hard to change it. Change it, yeah, because you have, and it's, and it's a, the problem with identification is not your, you know, it's not that you have given somebody else. So basically what we have done is we have allowed someone else to feed us to that feed information into, and, and to control make you into a, or to, mm. you know, put you into a certain way and then think that you're doing it. But it's someone else. Have your own 
opinion about thing okay i like something or i like certain things i like a, you know in a simple way i i would like a certain dish you know and let's say and i'd say oh this is but then i already have a concept in mind oh no this is spicy this is spicy and then yes. you have that con- you know it's already because why because maybe you know my mom or someone else Said or my parents or my friends have told yeah. me that this is but then just eat it and see maybe it's not spicy yeah, see, you know, maybe so. it is not have it uh, and you know the funny experience thing is everything you actually life. experience a lot more don't you, you travel yeah. a lot more you're open to things and yeah. and this journey becomes more wonderful doesn't it this, exactly. this journey we I call mean, life see the whole you know it's like uh, like let me put it this way you go for a movie right yes and uh, you know the whole story yes. from a to z you know the, would you enjoy that movie you can do you would, you know <laughs> but because you know the ending you, you know the whole yeah. story like yeah. you, I, sometimes, I know the movie I know that some, yeah, uh, sometimes people watch yeah. movies because of what they know it does they that know. make sense they go and they watch same movies all the time because they know the beginning they know the end but I know but what you're saying but the, the, the actual experience of the unknown is taken away right exactly because so in life you need certainty and you need uncertainty uncertainty right? is the most beautiful yeah. thing because, because you have too much certainty it's yeah. freaking boring yeah. There's no growth, there's no experience. So no what I was trying to say is that if you compare to a movie where there's a suspense, all of a sudden you don't know what happens. Edge of Something seat, happens. Yeah. Where, wow, you know, I didn't expect this. And yeah. then you walk out of the cinema and say, wow, that was that was an amazing movie. Then yes. compared to a movie, you know what? So life is exactly the same. If uh, if there's stability, if I know, okay, tomorrow morning I get up, I have to go to work and I have to, you know, uh, same let's say old, same if old. I'm an engineer, I have to make these drawings or in, in our job, which is sales, oh, I have to, you know, send so many quotations and then I have to call this customer. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, the same old thing every day. Then you don't enjoy it. But you try to put something, you know, try to go with uncertainty, you know, I mean, Love look that. at things in a different way and say, okay, you know, let me take this risk, take the chances and let me... What will happen? You know, you fall down. That's okay. You get up and then you move on again. That's how it happens. And then you, yeah. but what you learn from that experience is nobody, nobody can ever teach you. No book can teach you. No university can teach you. No ego. No fear. No, no nothing. Nothing. Can, your own experience is your best teacher. You know, that's what wow. is the, one of the best teachers. Yeah. Of course, like my grandmother used to say, is that there are two ways of learning. You know, looking at someone else falling and you falling. Yes. Try and look at someone else fall before, yes. so that at least you don't. It's painful. Yeah, you don't fall yeah. as deep because yes. sometimes you fall. Uh, so you, you know, you have to be uh, smart. Like you have to smart. be intelligent. Be yeah, exactly. careful. You have to take based on your knowledge. You have to take, but then take the risks. You yes. know, just go into the unknown, and unknown is beautiful. Is there one final question? I know that your ultimate goal is to sell the business, more spiritual path, and you have to work all the time. Is there any place in on this planet that you haven't seen that you'd like to see on your journey? Oh, there's so many. I mean, Give me uh, your there, there are 198 one. countries. I've only been to 60 so far, so there's still uh, where you know, is it on the where? Uh, which, if you could just wave a magic wand and you were there right now, where would that be? Oh, India. Although you've been before, yeah, 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 for me, my heart's there. I mean, I, I feel some sort of like you know, it's spiritual not connection. But I mean, I'm not talking about being in Mumbai or Delhi. No, I'm you might about, say, I want to see the Northern Lights, or I want to uh, uh, go on a, like, you know, see the way. I, I still want experience, yeah. But my heart is still there. Finally, wow. I would. I hope that at you know, when I do die, I die in India. But uh, you know, but. But there are a lot of things I want to do. I want to take a motorbike and ride across Africa. I want to take a bike and ride across South America. Because when I did my bike trip in India, I realized that's one of the best ways to experience. The you wear a helmet. Sorry. You oh wear yeah, a helmet. yeah, yeah, safety. Not only helmet. I had the whole, uh, the you know, See, the I jacket think being with my on a bike with a helmet. Proper, you take a, don't you take the fun away because you've got this hot. Uh, 
Yeah, elements. but you know, like again, I said, you have to be, you know, the basic common sense and basic. Uh-huh. I mean, you're in India, or anywhere in the world for that matter. Even if you're in Europe, you know, you're the speed. So still, you're it can be as still as enjoyable if you have a helmet on. Yeah, yeah, it's very enjoyable. I always had my you know, my helmet on. I had all my safety gears. I had like a proper, yes. you know, the, the padding, the and paddings, all. and everything. I would never uh, mm. ride compromise without. on the no, safety. No, 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 you don't because you know you don't know what happens. Uh, you know, but one of the things I would say is. Uh, Riding India in bike is a very spiritual experience compared mm. to. So I had a friend of mine uh, in Germany, and they are uh, avid uh, bike riders. And I told them that you should go to India. It's a very spiritual experience riding a bike. And they're like, what not do you on mean? the smooth roads of yeah. Europe. Yes, yeah. So, what, so I said, see, one of the the spirituality or you know the path of uh, uh, going inwards is being in the moment. Yes. Right, because most of the time we are either we are in an imagination, yes, right? Yes. The, past the past is an imagination, the future, the future is an yeah. imagination. But what is the reality? Or what is is now? Like I said, that we can control actions. We can control actions now, right? The now is the the present is the uh, the reality. So I said in India, you are forced to do that because if you're not in your present, you, you will die. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, what happens. Yeah. Maybe some truck will hit you, or maybe a cow will come there, you're or maybe the you'll be in a pothole. So you always have to be in that moment. You have to. Watch what's around you. You have to observe what's around, and just be in the moment. And Do you go on any of your travels with anyone, or you're always by yourself? Most of it by myself. I have done travels with a few friends and all, but most of it I actually maybe, enjoy traveling maybe, on my own. Maybe if you fancy ever going with someone for a few days, so and you can, can release a, me, you let me know. We'll do that. We'll plan a trip then sometime. Man, I love you very much, and it's an honor. Thank you for all the advice. Thank you for. Uh, open a new path in my life. I, I owe you a lot. Thank well, you. I don't, you don't owe me anything. Thank so. you. Thank you. Thank you so much for today. Thank you. Thank you for coming. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, love to have you back in a year and, and, and talk to you about your journey and your growth and your success of your son yeah, as well. I'm more than happy to share my Thank story. You. Thank you. So hopefully new stories. Thank so. you. God bless. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you, Thank you. Harish. Thanks, everyone.